You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Sophie's Yay! favorite member of the Bee Gees is the short, bald one. My favorite member is the one with the high-pitched voice. This is the 9 to 5 entertainment system. John, what do we talk about? So many things. We started off with Ready Player One, the book by Ernest Cline, and how it has probably gotten him bathing in geek pussy. Keith talks about Correct. how he wants to go on a geek quest retro, uh, starting off with number one, The Tomb of Horrors, number two, Zork, number three, War Games, number four, Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail. Not even close to the order that I'm going to be doing them about. Adam, this is the order it's written down in. Scott wrote it down like a big idiot. What's up next? Geek culture, apparently. I don't remember talking about this. You guys talked a lot about April Fool's gags online, like the Reddit stuff. I kind of zoned out at that point. <laughs> Talk about Twitter and how I made a Twitter account and that Casper Van Dien is following us on Twitter. I thought that was pretty sweet and I think he's pretty sweet. Looking at you, Casper. Winky. That transitions automatically into the movies of Paul Verhoeven and then into Cloud Atlas and then Keith gives a review of Bioshock Infinite and Sophie pitches the upcoming Amag... Animalgamals. Amalganimals. It's not rocket science. Amalganimals. Amalganimals. I like Animagals. On today's... So it's okay if you guys sing. Well, fuck that. Those are Sophie's preferences if you're an eligible male. Cannot be blonde or red. Actually, that's not true. I, I, I'll, I'll do anything. Are you, are you trying to like jam out of our intro song? Like, like We actually have an intro song playing when it fades into the conversation, and you're just like, I'm going to jam along with how I imagine it fucking sounds in my head. No. <laughs> no, man. When you got a beatbox, you got a beatbox. Yeah, I was having a good time, and you ruined it. I'm sorry. I ruined it because I want to talk about a thing that I wrote about on the website, and also a book that I read, and also a thing that I've been like mildly obsessing about for a while. And then I'm gonna be making. I do. I pick. I pick. I pick the obsession. Go. All right. No, no, no. It's all the same thing. Oh. <laughs> you know about this. You're actually you're helping me fucking fulfill the obsession. Oh my god! Look at those feathered bangs. Sophie, what you need to do is not talk about what's on TV. Not because it, you can't but look at right it. But it's right there. But because the people on the uh, fucking podcast can't hear it. Okay. Okay. So uh, I read the book, Ready Player One, uh-huh. by Ernest Klein. And as I'm sure I've probably told all of you, like, a great detail. Yeah, many times. So fun. Yeah, I know, but I haven't told the podcast world, uh, so I, you got to fucking deal with it again. Wait, this is a podcast? This is a podcast. What podcast? It's the 9 to 5 entertainment system, but we already had the intro that explained that, and also the song that played twice. <laughs> <laughs> Ready Player One right. by Ernest Klein, which is a book that, if you want, like, any sort of detail... On it, I'm going to actually refer to you directly back to the website because I wrote a fucking 1,200-word thing about this book. Mm-hmm. Double-spaced. Um, yes. <laughs> Font size 13. <laughs> Basically, the plot of the book involves a group of people who are looking for an Easter egg in a big virtual world that just happens to be um, the Easter egg or the clues to all the Easter eggs are based around 80s pop culture. Why, Keith, this sounds awfully self-indulgent. Yes. Yes, it is. But it's amazing. If you're into fucking 80s pop culture... Like and we the, are. And I so am. I know. Just which look is at why my wardrobe. It, like, as a book, it doesn't necessarily... Isn't the best book in the world, but as like the journey and the like the references that this guy I goes through... I love Journey. I know. They fucking Don't reference... They talk about Journey in the book. Believing. You guys got mad at me for singing. You're like, I'm going to sing. They talk about Journey in the book. They talk about like Rush in the book. They talk about fucking like the 80s music, 80s cartoons, 80s video games. Like, fucking like... Speci- I was like, is that the noise of your wife's water breaking? Or is it the fridge? <laughs> is that the refrigerator? <laughs> Dude, Those are the two choices, obviously. Yeah. That's louder that than my cat snoring. That's pretty intense. Mm. Anyway, then two two really cool <laughs> things Keith, came don't out talk about things that no one can hear. <laughs> they yeah, might be Keith. able to hear that. I'm going to fucking isolate that noise and turn it up in the audio so everyone's like... Rrr. 
So two really cool things that came out of this was one that Ernest Klein actually, you know Ernest Klein, right, Scott? I'm sure. Is he the underwear guy? Oh my god, that's Calvin. Nice try, though. (laughs) Thanks for playing. Is he the guy with Hobbs? No. You guys suck dick. Wait, you know who, who, I'm never starting this podcast off with Ernest, the thing that I want to You talk. said Ernest Klein? Ernest Klein. Did he go yes. to camp? Was he the uh, the guy with all the movies with, that was dumb? He was a plumber? Was he the one for Ernest sale baby P. shoes? Were, no, that was used? different. Was, hey, Vern, he, saved, he saved Christmas? Yeah, and Halloween. That yeah, Halloween one was funny. He wrote the best six-word story ever. Baby shoes for sale, never used. That's What? What? Hemingway? That's R.L. Stein? Oh, yeah, Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong Ernie, dude. Right. He lives in a homoerotic relationship with Ern- Bert. Bert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bert. It's, it's not homoerotic. Oh, my God. It's when they shared the bathtub, Bert. that's not Bert homoerotic? children's characters. So, that's like softcore at best. It's romantic. Hold on. Best. Hold on. When you guys were children, you went in the bathtub with all kinds of people. Nobody gave a shit. Usually not children? my I remember. Oh, I can't say the story. My brother will kill I, me. I Never did mind. with with little kitty friends when you're little. Yeah, Who cares? Sure. Everybody takes a bath. It's like a fucking small pool. That's exactly why Ernie and Bert is not homoerotic. It's only the, the sexuality is only there if you put it there. I like my underoos commercial thing. Correct. That's what he <laughs> said about. Nah, okay. uh, anyway, so <laughs> two really cool things came out of this book. Right. One one a personal thing, and one that an actual thing that I'm really sad that we missed out on was the fact that when he when Ernest Klein brought out the paperback edition of this, he revealed that there was an actual Easter egg hunt in the book. Hmm. And I was like, really? I didn't notice fucking anything or even something that was off? And then it turns out that it's not in the digital edition, so I don't feel so bad about missing it. I don't uh, feel like as insulted. Wait, like he removed paragraphs? Or or maybe it was stuff with like having to do with like the pagination. Like, you know, weird. like if something there was like indented text or whatever. Uh, like, oh, yeah. There was like weird spacing and something that they maybe could only do offset on an actual print thing that you might not be able to get and away How tough with. was it? Hmm? How tough was it? The, the contest? Yeah, yeah. Oh, super hard. Like, apparently it was, like, only, like, by the time the second gate opened, uh, or by the time people started getting into the second gate, only, like, 900 people had passed the first gate, which was you had to fucking get, like, a unique, like, IP address or whatever, and then go to there and then, like, get a password for, like, another site, and the password rotated, and, like, it was all this stuff. So it was, like, you couldn't even share it. Like, if I gave it to you... It was, like, single, like, one-off usage. Every time you did it, you had to go through, like, a little fucking huh. twiddly-do to get it. And then you had to play an... Twiddly-do's. Yeah, that's the technical term. Then you had to play, an, like, an insanely hard fucking uh, Atari 2600 game that they actually coded specifically for the book. That's amazing. Like, they, they programmed it. They were like, you could print this onto an Atari 2600 and put it in. Like, it's not just, like, emulated. Like, it's obviously running on an emulator when kids are running it on their computer, but it's, like, it's not... Like something like Scott Pilgrim, where it's like, oh, it looks retro. They're like, no, right, this right. is it's the actual code for the <laughs> it could actually run on an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah. And, and then I ran it through an emulator. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, then there was like some sort of like a weird Facebook game, or whatever. And then the third, the third gate was there was a list of like twenty classic coin ops, and it was get the world record on one of these. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it was just a screenshot. It's not like you could actually have somebody pull a world record on. Hubert or whatever. There are people who fucking dedicate their lives to these things. Yeah, someone did it and got the, the current Joust world record holder Yeah, is the, the dude who won this. The dude who won this contest. Man, Joust sucked. Yeah. It was a terrible game. That's probably why it was the number one choice to, to, to like, get a it world might have been, record. But it yeah. was just sort of like, it was like however long it fucking who takes. Who officiated, was it, um, what are those guys? Um, probably those video game. The ones who did King of Kong and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's like, it's a it's an official record. It had to be an official record. And then the award was like a live on like X-Play and whatever else like that. And the award was a fully fucking restored 1982 DeLorean. Wow. Going through all this, you want a sweet huh. DeLorean. I seem to remember hearing that the DeLoreans were like shit cars. Like the bottom, yeah. the bottom, the, 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 the floor of the car was made out of wood. Like it was that level of garbage yeah. but when but a lot of the like at least car my, was made out of stainless steel right so it was heavy as all hell yeah so they cut down on weight they cut down on weight by putting a wood thing yeah. in. and they were made in nova scotia or something it was a canadian car and they were no 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 total. no. you're thinking of another car yeah uh, another car that looks a lot like a delorean when you're, okay. th- you're thinking of the car that was in the fucking hobo with a shotgun yeah which is not yeah, a delorean yeah, yeah. it just it's the canadian really looks the like canadian, canadian version canadian of one. cheap <laughs> shitty knockoff of that yeah. Yeah. Although Ernest Klein drives, uh, I think an '81 DeLorean because they were made for like two or three years, whatever. Yeah. And his is like fucking fully, like uh, not fully, re- but he was like he talked about like fully redid a lot of the paneling and stuff like that to like make it drivable and 
not shitty. But he also has like the flex capacitor on it. Nice. On the side, there's the Ghostbusters logo, yeah. and he has the Knight Rider LED in the what front. He's trying just way no, too hard. No, dude, that's an awesome car is what that is. It's the best. If it had a fucking like TARDIS console in the middle, he would be the best. But he that's doesn't. the guy that is screaming, I don't care if I ever get laid again. Oh, no, he just fucking plows geek pussy nonstop. Yeah. Fucking balls deep in it, just shooting a shotgun into the air. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's really that would visual. be a squealing hug, wouldn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, as a result, this whole contest already happened, and I mean, not like I really would have had that much of a chance. I really doubt I could fucking pull a world record on a classic coin up. That's, that's something else. Like, there, I'm, I'm really shocked that somebody was able to pull that off. Well, I guess he was like, just you know. this coming from the guy who says he can beat Spider-Man, X-Men, Arcade's Revenge. No, like that's feasible. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoken like a man who has not yet tried to play a Spider-Man arcade adventure. We're going to do this. Or doesn't understand the word feasible. Yeah. <laughs> or the word Spider-Man. Or the word X-Men. Arcade, right? It's like an arcade uh, where you play video games. At. Do you remember arcades, Keith? Uh, Were you alive then? I was alive Were for arcades. You born? But also, arcades doesn't even mean arcade in this revenge. No, in this context, it's arcade. <laughs> in this from the Marvel revenge. Universe. Oh, yes. I guess I should have paid attention. Just, uh, this is something that I really want to share with the listeners. Uh, it's going to make everybody feel pretty old. We have much music retro on in the background while watching the show. And Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy is now considered retro. Just turn it up a little bit. Scott. No, no don't. It actually, no, I'm not saying that for the Skater Boy, is that it should be a little bit louder for the, the effect of noise cancellation. You can turn it up after this song if you really want. She's married to Chad Kroger. Okay. Yeah. yeah. After being married to the Simple Plan? No, it's not Simple Plan. Have they spawned the Antichrist yet? Probably. Anyway, so because of this fucking book and all these, like, um, retro references and all that stuff, Uh I decided that I want to, like, relive a lot of the retro stuff that's fucking happening. I'm going to be chronicling it on the website. Cool. But uh, you're helping me. So you're getting rid of your HDTV? No. Right, no, no, no. Doing, all of this stuff is going to happen in addition to the luxuries we've amassed in our <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Lives. It's not like I need to fucking like, shit up my to. life. Yeah. <laughs> Although you will briefly when you decide to play the Tomb of Horrors. Yeah, the first thing that the, the kid has to do is navigate a Tomb of Horrors campaign mod- or module from the, the 1978 D&D. classics written by Mr. Gary Gygax himself. Yeah, like di- direct Gary Gygax book, which is just like. Is that wh- how you pronounce his name? Gygax, yeah. How did you pronounce it? Jajax? I, I didn't know, so I never she tried. Can. I was ashamed no, 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 and she afraid. She Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, yeah. Jerry Gijax, or like. <laughs> Why not? We should totally create a retro geek quest. That's kind of what this is. Well, but like, like we for should everyone to participate. Create in. the adve- ad- the nine to five adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, just a, a module to run in your D and D fourth ed campaign or whatever. What? No, no, like. Like a choose-your-own-adventure? No, like, like a... For a real quest. Like, go and do these things. Like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, like a scavenger shit. hunt full of geeks. You know what? I just did one of do. those for my niece for, for Easter. That, that was fun. Was it collecting eggs? Because that's... No. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That's just an Easter that's egg That's just hunt. Easter. It's not really scavenging. No, no. We made, like, hints and stuff where she had to solve them to go to the next place to solve the next hint uh, and then eventually find... Yeah, that's an Easter egg no, scavenger. No, no, I mean, yeah. I mean like, a, like a checklist of things that you would have to do and like going through the ages of of geekdom. Well, well that's what this is. Kind it? of on that. So anyway, Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> okay, is but you one. were doing it just for you. I'm saying we should share it. Well, then fucking come and play Tomb of Horrors on Thursday. Yeah. What the fuck is Thursday. Tomb? Yeah. The day that your wife is probably getting induced if she's not already yeah, yeah. given birth. Yeah. Might be busy. We got better things to do, man. Well, why don't you just come and play the game at the hospital? God. They're, they're, no, no, no. Can the baby would that? never, never survive the Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> Keith will never survive in Tomb of Horrors. Nobody will. Nobody will. Yeah. Like it, it's it's basically I, I guess at some point in time, Gary Gygax and his personal gaming entourage, he had like been stumped by the fact that he wasn't killing them anymore with the monsters that he made. So he made the Tomb of Horrors, which is just every room is filled with nonstop insta death, right? Like pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, like it's just like, haha, you die. Make a new character. <laughs> like I was like, it's just fucking Right, so Leads me to believe that Gary Gygax was a shitty it, person. It's, it's not merely difficult in the sense of, like, 
there's like instant death poison traps all over the place. And it's not merely obtuse in the sense of like the way to proceed sometimes, there's no clue. It's you have to do something wacky and it's not explained that you have to do something wacky. You just have to like fucking try it out and make yeah. it work. In the face of all kinds of other wacky stuff you've tried having gotten you killed earlier, it's it's like You're like, do the thing that got you killed in the last room. It's act yeah, 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 like that. <laughs> and like... then it's also actively <laughs> shitty in that there are some things that are traps that are like your character, okay, your character enters a teleportation trap, which immediately transports all non-organic material to one location towards the end, end of the dungeon, and all organic material towards the start of the dungeon, which would be your character who appears naked without any of his equipment. And the equipment is all collected near the lich boss, so he's like, more treasure! And that's, 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 like, this is John's new voice forever. Welcome to the Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now you have to like keep playing that character now naked and uh, until you die, until you die, which will be soon. You just pick up a new character. Yeah, like John advice: like... invest in leathers. <laughs> John, like John, with no word of a lie, when he sent the email out to the crew that might be doing this, was like, "We'll need about thirty characters." Yeah, like this is how many you will burn through. Like just lots of whips. Lots of whips. Yeah. <laughs> lots of whips. It's it's pretty yeah so whatever it's gonna be fun and it's this is this is a classic like, anybody who's familiar with old school D and D has at least heard of this thing yeah if exactly not, yeah which is why it's in the book and subsequently why I was like like and also the the, yeah. the table, tabletop gaming is the probably the geeky thing I've been the least exposed to maybe I guess sure. like wait, wait how long have you been playing tabletop D and D now tabletop D and D for like four four five years whatever. But this, this is also the first D and D game. It's the fourth. This is the fourth edition. Yeah. And prior to that, in terms of tabletop, played White Wolf a bit in college and played Palladium. Like, I mean, I played Palladium really early, but I was like, I've never played mm. any of the previous editions of D and D. Yeah. Like, I never did in a lot of the other. I don't know what else was really. What classic. Palladium did I play? I played Robotech. Ah, uh, I used to play Recon. Mm-hmm. I played Rifts a bit. All the same rules. I played Rifts a bit. They're awful. Yeah. One thing I discovered sure while we were having our retro cartoon time yeah. last Friday <laughs> was not only there's some sort of there's a special thanks in the first edition uh, or second edition of the Robotech book whatever um, of Carl Heisterman who I was like maybe I'm related to a guy who was somehow related to this and but like I don't know I, I didn't look it up I just saw Heisterman even though I've owned this book basically since I was twelve. I've never looked at the list of names in the introduction. Right. And also, as near as I can tell, they were... Ancestry.ca. Yeah. You have to pay, don't you? It's free trial. Yeah. Clever. Like, it was... Like, there's no Well, it other... gets you to submit all your information for the people who yeah. want to pay it later. Yeah, that's all they need. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was written, like, exclusively by Kevin Sambieta, right? Who? The guy who wrote pretty much almost Rifts. all the Palladium and Riffs and stuff. But it's like there's only one writing credit. For... Fucking the Robotech core book. Wow, like, which is like, which also explains why it's so shitty. Because you're like, well, <laughs> stuff might have made a lot of sense to that one guy, and there was nobody to really tell him. Like, hold on, hold on. You think he wrote all the rules? Yeah. So he he was this, there was one dude only who was responsible for the entire rule set for all of Rifts and Seem, Palladium. Seems and, that way. Like when you look, he at was the, credits, the guy, and he had like two or three artist buddies. And yeah, that was his whole. It was just that. Yep. It was oh like it's God. like it's like there's him. Then there's artists, then there's playtesters, and that's the credits of the book. Well, then I put the blame firmly on the playtesters, who were not like, "Wow, this is really shitty." <laughs> yeah, but but at the same time, you gotta like. Well, if you're a playtester, are you really going through all of character creation, or are you just getting handed a character sheet? Character creation took like eight hours, and it was the best that's part of saying. the game. So I, don't I know. love character creation. Yeah. yeah, it's the best. I would say alcohol consumption was the best part of the game. Well, yeah, there is that. But that yeah. probably wasn't playtested nearly as hard as. <laughs> At the same time, I don't know. Like it was, a, it was fucking cumbersome as fuck. But like, I didn't find it. I've never played AD and D or whatever. Yeah. But AD and D was also hyper cumbersome. You know, like. No, I think you'll see when you play Tomb of Horrors. It's actually not as bad as people remember it being. There's, yeah, there's actually more stuff to think about on your character sheet in uh, Fourth Ed. But Palladium is also not that bad. Like it's just fucking weird and broken, <laughs> and, and some stuff gets all like. I don't know. Sophie, I, stop it. I found I found it kind of toxic when I was going through it. And this was in the in the era microphone closer, <laughs> voice louder, except for when you're laughing at things. Oh god, but look at his face. Yes. Look at his face. <laughs> he looks like he's trying to be sexy, but he just looks like he's in a valley of induced haze. It's amazing. Oh, the eighties. Okay, Sophie really can't face the T V. Yeah. Right. That's the thing that she's not allowed so, to do. Um, but remember, people could play this at the same time as they were playing the White Wolf system, which was rather elegant at the time. 
I guess so. No, Palladium predates White Wolf system. Oh, vastly, but like, if you're playing, like me, when I was playing Palladium in high school, White Wolf first edition was out. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Well, the Rifts books are very pretty, if nothing else. The art is very sharp. Dude, just skimming through the Tomb of Horrors, that art is like fucking off the chain for 1978. Like, just like the pictures? Yep. Like, really good black and white fucking fantasy art. Like, not like... This, it's, it's this is dated. actually unique in the history of D&D modules, where it's the only one that has your characters enter this room, show the PCs this image. And then on the image is, like, then you describe the room, and then in the image, there's clues for how to get through it. So if, you, if your people, like, pay attention to those handouts, they actually have a better chance of not getting murdered ruthlessly. Than Maybe that's why the art was so nice. But, like, like yeah. I was just sort of saying, like, I, when you told me that you were going to run it, I did not take an answer text. I just basically, like... I scrolled up and down to make sure that it wasn't, like, half-missing, because right, right. you had basically told me that there Can was, I like... Play? All right. Yeah, of course. So, what when? are you doing on Thursday? Thursday? This Thursday? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> shit moves fast. Chop, chop. Last Thursday. Two Thursdays ago, I believe, in real time. I don't know. When this podcast comes out. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I can play then, but not now. Oh, right. that's <laughs> So, what else is in your geek quest of so other time s- travel? So, other, other stuff that's in it is... Um, like I, I can't remember the game that you need to play on the TRS-80... I, it starts with Z. <laughs> like, uh, no. It's like Zag Zagden or something like that. Oh, it's a it's a text adventure. No, it's not a text adventure. The text adventure that's in the quest that would is have been Zork. 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 Yeah. Zork is Zork is in the quest. Fucking the movies that the guy needs to go through are uh, movies I've seen before, mostly like uh, War Monty Games, Pi- Monty Python, War Games. Yeah. yeah, Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah, um, those are like I think the, the big two movies that he needs to like physically act through. Um, what's some of the other? Are shows? you going to put on like a stage performance, perhaps at the Fringe Festival, the no. one-man show, Keith Heisterman's War Games? <laughs> Be the best. The Sounding. only way to win is, to is not, not to play the, with the <laughs> most dangerous-sounding computer of all time, the Whopper. Yep. Um, they they reference a uh, Supiderman, Supiderman, which is was a Japanese Spider-Man fucking knockoff, where there really? was a giant Spider-Man robot. That had fights. Ultraman. Ultraman's pretty heavily referenced. Yeah. Uh, with the okay, but this is from the book. I want to know what your geek quest is. No, I'm doing all these things. I'm going to watch these series, and I'm going to fucking watch these movies, and I'm going to play these video games, and so like, Keith, joust. So, Keith, when do you start working again? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I can do a lot of this on my phone. Like, I can play Joust on my phone. I can play Zork on my phone. I can play Adventure on my phone. Like, I can play... What's one of the... Black Tiger. Black Tiger's one of the... Pac-Man, obviously. Right, like, I'm right, not gonna. Right. I can't fucking possibly do all. How many of things. these things are there? Like, ten, maybe fifteen or so. Because huh. it's like multiple quests to get to a key, and then multiple quests to get to a gate. I think okay. it's probably about fifteen things that I'm gonna gonna plow through. But yeah, we can definitely we can make geek quests. <laughs> Legend of the Red Dragon. Yeah, it's multiplayer though. It's not. It's not really like the experience of well, Legend of the Red Dragon. Kind of multiplayer. What I think yeah. we could do. Like it is just, you know, talking to the bard and hitting on the barmaid and, you yeah. know, just get the basics in there. What I think we could actually do is, and I think I might be in, like, a position to help when I'm done with this one, uh-huh. is we could do the same thing but for the 90s. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, stuff that comes immediately to mind would be, like, fucking Fallout 2. You know? Right. Like, Fallout 2 would have to be... To link to the past on the SNES. Yeah, exactly. Some Super Nintendo games. Yeah. And fucking geek movies like Hackers. Yeah. <laughs> like, which we were discussing earlier. Like, I don't know. We could do, like, a geek quest on the 90s, because we're, I don't know. Yeah, but didn't we, these would all be things that we have clearly already done. But what's the goal? Yeah. Fucking Have fun and watch old stuff. Yay. Have fun and relive cool things that are from the 90s. Or if we could... I do that every day. Well, I don't know. The, the 80s aren't so terrible. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's geek there. Well, that was actually... Considering I'm was, older than all of you. Like, that was what I, I was know, actually like, realizing reading this book, was that... Like, We're the same age. What are you talking about? You're like a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still, yeah I'm older than all of you. That's what I, I said. I guess that's true. Either way, the thing that really got me about this was I was like, how much of geek culture was basically, like, decided in the 80s? And, like, didn't really change that much. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, just... Go on. What? Like, what you from mean? from D and D to Halo, I think it changed a little bit. No, things mm-hmm. obviously changed, but I mean, but like, there's so much like, like fucking like giant robots and stuff like that, and like just stuff that like you're gonna ha- claim that was from the eighties. 
It's from the fucking... Way like, earlier than that, friendo. 60s, dude. As yeah, far as I know. 70s. They're like, Godzilla, Ultraman. Yeah, those 60s. are giant monsters. Giant robots? Robots. Ultraman? Transforming robots. Grandizer? Pacific Rim? Goldorak? What's happening? It sounds like giant robots are pretty constant. I don't know. That's a terrible example. Fine. Move on to the next. Because you're gonna, if you're about to say D and D, because we're about to play a module from seventy. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, but like late seventies, early eighties, whatever. Where it's just even like comedy. Comedy is one of the things where it's just sort of like when like some of the more like cutting edge comedians kind of came out. Like you can watch, I find comedy from the late seventies and comedy from the late seventies and early eighties, and find when it within it stuff that's still funny. And I can't really find that in the fifties and the sixties. I find it's like when heavily, does Python start? Sixties, isn't it? Python 60s. So that that yeah. would be... About it, though. Like, watch, just watch stand-up where you compare, like, fucking... I don't even know any stand-ups in the 50s and 60s yeah. to somebody like fucking Lenny Steve Bruce Martin. and George Carlin. Yeah. It was, it was pretty Carlin. funny. Yeah, was he like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The humor was definitely dated, Smothers but... Brothers and... Okay, you're, okay, no, yeah. Smothers not... Brothers is bad, though. You're Char- describing not funny things. And even George no, Carlin's early stuff is funny. not that Shame funny. On Charlie Chaplin. Not that funny. Maybe inundated kind of way. I, I think even 80s. Oh, no, man. Groucho Marx is hysterical. Groucho Marx is always hysterical. Groucho Marx is a funny yeah. word Okay, so I'm willing to say that I'm wrong on this. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know Everything is exactly the same except for um, Everything. mesh shirts on men. That's kind of a shoulder 90s pants. thing. Shoulder yeah. No, no, no. Freaking, I, I'm sure that like Robert, what's his face in The Cure, was wearing mesh shirts and... No, <laughs> he was wearing like button up rayon stuff. Rob Smith, Robert Smith. Robert Smith, yeah. Saying exactly. <laughs> Here, fun thought that I just had. I was trying to think of Danzig, and what almost came out of my mouth was Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> Zangief, the lead singer of fucking. I just pictured Danzig coming on stage with the red shorts. <laughs> sing, sing Mother oh, for us, Sophie, as. Zangief. No, I'm definitely not doing that. Do it. No. But I finally got to see Wreck-It Ralph, speaking of Zangief. Oh, was it good? I really liked it. Yeah, you guys talked about it. She didn't see it. I didn't see it. I finally fucking saw it, Keith. How was it? It was good, Keith. Scott didn't like it. You should fight him. I loved it. I will uh, fight you, Scott. I don't like it so much. Why? Well, what do I care about candy racing car game? That doesn't appeal to me. Penelope Schmitz. The Whatever. game itself doesn't appeal to me at all, and that was, what, 50, 60, 70% so you, of the movie? you just, you didn't like the candy place. Where they spent all their time. Most of their time. Yes. Yeah. They told me it was a movie about retro gaming and lied. It was about little girly candy race cars. There was lots of retro gaming involved-ish. That's why I didn't like it. I liked it! So says me. Okay. Yes, I all thought right. it was fun, I thought it was... Yeah. I'll probably like it in 10 years. Oh, my God. No, you won't. <laughs> Back when you... We're all into, like, fucking, like, VR movies and all that shit, and then Scott's like, I miss traditional CG. I'm going to go back and watch. Hey, did you guys hear about Adventure Time? Yeah, fucking... Scott. No, Fuck Scott, Scott at least watches it. <laughs> right. Uh, it's Jaime who doesn't watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. Inexplicably. The guy with three kids. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't watch fucking Adventure Time. Just so stupid. So anyway, so yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. This, this little retro quest I'm going to be updating. Hopefully. I'm super pumped to do this Tomb of Horrors thing. I've always wanted to, to delve into it. Keith, it's a, I can it's see a grand your classic. I'll pull them up. You can see them a little more. No. It's for the was, ladies, that a, was that a visual listeners. gig? It's actually Sophie's underwear. What's a twist? <laughs> what a twist. So what else is going on, guys? That's what I'm going to be doing probably for a lot of the time. Craig uh. Ferguson is going on. Is it? You going to see him or something? No, I just think he's great. I was bored at my mom's for like four days because my, my mom goes to bed at like uh, 10, 9.30 or 10. So so I watch Netflix and I watch this comedy thing of Craig Ferguson and he cracked me up. I was crying. I was laughing so much. That I think he's great and everybody should watch him. me into my next thing. He, he, he Drew Carey. Hmm? He does one of the late night talk shows, right? Does yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? He doesn't what? He does the late, late night show. The late, yeah. late show. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's ever really... The one the right late, after Letterman. Yeah, yeah, but that's not... And he even mentions that. That's not his real comedy. His stand-up shit is, like, really funny. He's the uh, he's the guy that played one of the bosses on the Drew Carey show. Yes. Yeah. And he talks about Drew yeah. Carey when he was fat was funny. Oh, snap. Yeah. But he doesn't have to be funny. He's got the prices right now, and that's, like, piggy bank until you're dead. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Did you guys see all the, or, yeah, this this episode's coming up. The rules up. are made up, and the points don't matter. That's Credit. coming back, eh? Yep. It's officially tweeted by, um, what's-his-face? 
Colin, Colin Mockery. Yeah. yeah, he was hanging out with uh, Wayne Brady and took a couple pictures. Yep. Poops. Is Poops coming back? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. I love fucking. After listening to Smartest Man in the World, I'm a huge crazy super fan. pumped too. Yeah. I listen. To, I still listen to it pretty pretty, pretty much regular. regular. Yeah. So this is April. What is the day? Third. Is yeah, no, this second. Is April third. But the podcast is going to go up. Thirteenth, thirteenth, fourteenth, whatever it is. So we're about two weeks past all this. Would you guys see all the fucking April Fools' fight great gags? No. So there were like I saw a couple. I saw a couple the, of gaming the ones. Nef- the the uh, Eidos one for uh, Deus Ex was hysterical. Well, they it, the new Deus Ex was going to be eight bit. Yeah. They're trying to kickstart it. They're like, yeah. we showed it to our boss. He didn't really understand what we were going for. Yeah. So we showed it to our marketing people, and he got very mad at us. So now we're appealing to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a couple ones that like I thought were Imgur's. Where Imgur's thing was the whole, uh, a little bit of a ripoff of what Gmail had done a little while ago with like the snail mail, whatever, where there's yeah. sort of like new ways to submit, whatever. Yeah, it's mail like, us the from photo. A computer, mail us the photograph. We'll yeah. scan it and put it up to your Imgur profile. <laughs> like, be sure to like include your username so we know where to upload it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there were a few that I, the Netflix ones. They were pretty smart, right? They were oh, very the Firefly subtle. one? Yeah. New episodes. Firefly. New, new episodes, episodes coming soon. The, yeah. the weirdly specific headings, because you know Netflix always has those like recommendations, yeah. <laughs> like where it's like you know like witty police drama or whatever, you know. Sophie on Netflix. I look at the pictures. Okay, but if you ever notice how they're categorized, they're categorized in something that's way more specific than just like horror, or they can be like action movies with female leads. Exactly, yeah. supernatural horror with uh, okay. family, or darkly violent crime drama. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So they had like a bunch of them, and they're just sort of like uh, female protagonists show their badass by having their arms crossed on the cover. Yeah. So it's just all the things of like women with their arms folded on the so cover. So like Buffy yeah. and Alias, and they're like movies where Netflix watches you, and it's all posters <laughs> of like just eyes. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Requiem for a Dream. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl they were just Frankenstein. Surreal ballet based on a William Sh- William Shatner album. <laughs> just <What>? one. <laughs> Comedy starring Estelle Getty and some other guy. And it's just... Uh, Stop or my mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> I remember that movie. Yeah. yeah. Stallone. Yes, exactly. I didn't, I didn't really get the Reddit one. It was like... I really had no idea. What, uh, what was the color? Periwinkle. Periwinkle. The, the idea was that it was Team Fortress 2. Okay. And it was Reddit bought Team Fortress 2 and then was trying to integrate it. If you actually did, you spend a lot of time surfing when yeah. you logged in when you were surfing? Yeah, yeah, tons. So did you get hats and stuff? Tons of hats. Like I had like 12. Yeah. You could, exactly, like hats like Team Fortress and you could give them away to other people and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like uh, T-Chad got one of the hats where he couldn't upvote or downvote until he handed it off. But like, I was just like swirling around. Right. I, and it was like, and also there was no upvoting or downvoting, right? You were just assigning points to one team. You were assigning points to your, t- and every every user got a uh, either a little blue or a little orange right. icon, right? You so were assigned. Getting, Apparently, yeah. you were assigned to that team based on your first upvote or downvote. Huh. So you log into Reddit, and you're like, "Huh, what's going on here?" Downvote. You're on Team Periwinkle. Right. <laughs> who, who are you? I was Periwinkle. I was Periwinkle. Also. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we we contribute. <laughs> we we log, like basically we We're, created accounts yeah. to log in and downvote something we disagree. No, with. we are quality control. That's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, dude. This I don't. We'll make sure what the fuck makes you say what the fuck and is not just mildly confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I, the new browsers blow my mind. Like people were talking about like new browsers on gaming. Like fucking how many goddamn reposts hit like. Like just like on all the big ones, right? Like there's, there's kind of a weird cycle that happens where you get a, like you find a really cool subreddit and then you join it and there's lots of interesting stuff. All the conversation is relevant and amusing, and then more and more people find out about it and it goes into something. Gaming had it, and I don't remember the exact cycle, but I know it was like for for at the start it was like slash r slash gaming, and then it was slash r slash gamers, and then slash r slash true gamers, and then it's like now it's our games, right? Where all the yeah. actual content. Goes exactly, and it's only a matter of time. I'm, 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 I'm in the thick of watching that happen with Hail Corporate. I yeah. joined that when it was like a thousand people. It was super fucking small, and all the stuff was freaking cool. And Hail then Corporate. Hail Corporate. Okay. So what all they do is they go every time some like they watch every subreddit that they can, and whenever somebody posts something that is clearly a corporate advertisement, but like or like cleverly disguised or whatever, Hail Corporate links it and is like, hey, here's the thing. And then if enough people upload it <laughs> on the Hail Corporate. 
um, subreddit, it automatically bot posts something into the into the post saying, "Congratulations, Hail Corporate has written about you." you this is like whatever an advertisement, and then links back to the Hail Corporate discussion on what's going on. Hmm. Weird. You'll, and if you'll see it sometimes in in stuff that's like like slash arc slash games is like almost all advertising anyway, so they kind of yeah. they kind of ignore it. But in other subreddits that are like like in r slash r slash what the fuck, when oh. there's three fucking Doritos images up on the front page in a day, you'll if you look in the bottom, everywhere is going to have a Hail corporate link somewhere in it. That's neato. It is. Really clever. But then it, it's in the process now of expanding because there's tons and tons more users and I'm sure in a couple of months, maybe a year, it's going to be totally spam in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. What was the, uh, did you see the uh, the R squared circle? Uh, April Fools? Yeah. Always with all so Brad Maddox all the time. No, there was another there was other stuff too. It was the the mod split up into factions. Yes. And started, like, chewing each other out, and then they were just sort of like, the rules don't apply in this thread. This is a no-holds-barred thread. So it's like, you can just, like, break all the posting rules in this thread, because it was a no-holds-barred thread right. and stuff, and just fucking, like, it was, I don't know, I thought I thought it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like, just in terms of, you're fucking a wrestling subreddit. Did Penny right, Arcade so. do anything? No, I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't go. Yeah. They still post stuff? Yeah. Google. And actually, I actually found the Penny Arcade report Articles have been those are very fucking very fucking good. They were, I was yeah. we were kind of like, remember that thing? That was one of the panels that I was like sad that I kind of missed. Where I was like, yeah. I was trying to like get people jazzed in, being like, Penny Arcade is apparently going to be doing like serious video game journalism, and nobody yeah. wanted to come with me to the thing. Well, maybe we had been disappointed with their material for some time, but the Penny Arcade report has consistently done really, well, it's really not them, right? Stuff. It's like they got a couple people involved yeah, who yeah, were yeah. like super interested like totally like talking about like themes and video games and all that stuff and yep. the only one from Google I saw this year was a uh, spell check thing which oh, they were like word? new Google Chrome spell checker which was and it was poorly spell checked okay it would like it would like swap out with homonyms or and, and stuff like that no, there's also there was Google Sniff the app that they brought out yep, yep. there was uh, there was Google, your phone in it. Google Google Treasure Maps that was cool. That was I good. did yeah. see that. Google yeah, Maps yeah. always does something kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, but did, I don't know if you did you click on Street View on Treasure Maps? No, because it sepia toned everything and gave it a nice vignette. That's <laughs> awesome. That was pretty cool. I love. Did you see the, the whole commercial that they filmed for it too? Like where they're oh, they're, they're just sort of like they're like the maps are like are like full of like tricks or whatever. Like you need to like bring multiple users together. And it's like two people like touching their things, or whatever. Some of them are heat sensitive. And you see like a woman holding her computer over a fire. It <laughs> 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 just like gets like more like weirder and weirder shit. It's pretty fun. I, I thought there was they were cute. I guess I find myself just mostly annoyed by all this stuff because you know it's happening. There's no like. I guess some of them are kind of clever, but... No. Ever since Katie. Google released the Google AI. That one that one was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the AI that like slowly became like self-aware. Or whatever I'm, I'm really not referring to Google in particular. Those are always top-notch. I just mean like the whole thing of April Fool's Day. Like, it just... Yeah, no, like Sarah like was online, like... Online, you just want to not log in online for the whole freaking day. Yeah, well, it's like... the, the thing. Except there are awards. You know, like I got Google Mold and that's a badge. I guess... I, like, I didn't give any of my hats away because nobody knows who my main Reddit account is and I didn't want to start hatting people. You can tell who give you the hats that are anonymous. Oh, damn it. This is know. the one internet account that John actually uses and logs an, on to. Yeah, exactly. It, here, like, let's just let's just review. Uh-huh. Nobody knows what my Reddit account is so I don't use it to promote the website that I'm on. John, that's not what I'm... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, that is true. Yep. <laughs> well, whatever you've seen, uh, and every time I have posted articles, it's been under Tom the Rat. Yeah, 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 I know you have the alternate. Anyway, the real reason though is that John's main Reddit account is just all the various varieties have gone wild, like <laughs> gone wild, gone wild, heavy, gone wild, Asian, gone wild. I actually like, don't subscribe to any of that stuff. You really shouldn't. That's yeah, it's sort kind of, of boring. Fucking yeah. who the fucking fucking masturbate to photos in this day and age? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's, it's, it's all about that. Google Sniff now. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, Reddit... Don't touch Keith's phone. Yeah. No, Reddit no. Gone Wild, Sophie, is where girls post naked pictures of them who are look, themselves who are looking for validation and stuff, and then people upload them if they're hot. So is that like the new MySpace? No, but this no. is like full-up nudity. You full-up nudity and yeah. shoving stuff up in your... But regardless... What? They're photos. There's not yeah. a whole lot of shoving stuff up on Gone Wild. Oh my god, you don't really go on Gone Wild that often. I guess I don't oh, either. Nah. <laughs> 
Well, no, I've got something not. to share with Sarah today, Keith. Okay. How much time do you spend on that? Not that much, because who the fuck can masturbate to photos? That's not what I'm talking about. Not that much. Noted. I'm texting Sarah right You always take now. a look to see if there's anybody you know. Totally. <laughs> and then you see your cousin and you throw what it's up there a for. Uh, anyway, where was I headed with this? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the April April Fools. It's, yeah. it's like the Reddit thing, the, like the top two posts or whatever, which is like... Today's your first day on Reddit. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> like, and there was there was another one too that was just like that ski instructor meme is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, the other one was the the scene from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail where they're like they're walking about Camelot and they were just sort yeah. of like my thoughts when logging into Reddit. The second thought, that's not Reddit today. It's it a is silly a silly place. place. Yeah. <laughs> Walk away. And like I was. At least you could minimize all the fucking the overlays. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't upvote or downvote, which I didn't understand how things were getting to the front page. That was the part that confused me. And the tracker at the bottom, that actually was the total number of points assigned to each team. Yeah. It was, was there a winner? I, mm. I wasn't paying attention. Probably. I can only imagine someone won. <clears throat> what are you eating, Scott? Seeds. He's eating uh, sunflower seeds. They're lightly salted. Here we are again, talking about things the viewers cannot see. Sophie, podcasting is a visual medium. Lies, it's an audio medium. My question explains the whole thing that I'm seeing in one second. Scott is eating. I want to know what it is. But is this really the content that our listeners have come to expect from I don't know. 90s? I'm just going to mute my mic. What do you want to talk about, Sophie? Craig Ferguson. You already did that. No. Well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and you segued. Yeah. You were like, I watched a lot of his comedy and it was funny. Can you tell us a sweet joke of his? No, but I made a Twitter account. <laughs> you said you were saving this for the end. No, I'm not. I'm saving something else for the end. Welcome oh. to Twitter. How is yeah. it treating you? I don't like it. It's dumb. It's kind of dumb. I, I, You know what? But I have to say, even though it's dumb, I'm having fun with it. There you go. I'm actually going on it like a couple times a day and reading what people are What tweeting. you need to do when you have a Twitter account is to tell everybody what your Twitter handle is. Oh. It's Sophie. No, it's nine to five Sophie. Yeah, at nine to five Sophie. Well, everybody knows it's at. It's like yeah, know, saying www before a website. You have to say it in the yeah. etiquette for some stupid reason. Also, this is amazing. This is a Sophie story. Sophie, like a week or two ago, was like pound sign first world problems. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you guys corrected me. It's hashtag. Yes, yes. it is. Sarah died. She laughed so hard at me. Did you just say pounds on first for his wrong? I did. I did. I'm <laughs> so like, look, guys, I'm making the tweets things. Nope. Have you started, like, engaging anyone on Twitter? Like, What does that mean? Tweeting at someone? I tweeted at my mom. Nice. Does that count? My did mom she, has, like, 1,300 followers. Really? Oh, yeah, she's an author. I have seven. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm one of them. Me You're too. You're one of them. So, <laughs> so is the website. <laughs> So your mom, so there's three other people who are not Robin, in this room. Robin follows me and two people that I don't know. Yeah. Just random followed me. I'm like, I don't know you people. There might be people who do know you, like, through other people. You just don't recognize their Twitter. You also use the Facebook thing that has 110 followers saying, I have a Twitter. Yeah. So if there was anybody who maybe like, might have been interested, might have. Could, might have it could very well be. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Keep so, yeah, up. I have a Twitter. And, uh, and it's I tweet. there. And I need to get over how stupid saying tweeting it sounds. Yep. Because it sounds like a cute word for masturbation. It is. That's what you're doing when you're tweeting. Apparently. I thought that was when you were jizzing. Like, I tweeted all over her face. Oh, that's skeeting. Tweet, tweet, skeeting. <laughs> tweet. I learned a new word today. <laughs> Sophie didn't know what skeet meant because she only listens to metal. That's That true. is a hip-hop word. <laughs> <laughs> for now. It'll make its way across genres. Like, right? I, I actually really think the whole skeet thing is already gone. Like, it's long. Yeah, like it's you could probably say skeet now, and like people wouldn't know anymore. No, they would know, and they wouldn't care. And it's, it's you like think a, kids know. It's like um, you know who I feel bad for? Hmm? Skeet Ulrich. Oh, <laughs> poor Skeet. He's probably say, unhappy with that. We dad. can we can <laughs> test this with Jaime's son. Ask him if he knows what skeeting is, and then tell him to use it in a way where it means like shooting. So like when you he play might, hockey, he right? might think of skeeter. His son is two years old. No, 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 no. I mean, well, his you don't his want to do that with a two-year-old. Adrian, we're talking about Adrian. Right. He plays hockey, uh, right? And if we tell him that it's a synonym for shooting, and then yeah. you could like be like, I skeeted the puck. Well, people can go skeet shooting. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Doesn't seem that weird. 
And be like, people can also go skeet shooting. You need to do. I've gone wild. You need to take. You need to like wind up and make take a really strong slap skeet. Right. You know. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should bring the word back, make yes. it our own. Exactly. Take it back yeah. from the black people. I don't know. Well, in a sense, if if skeet shooting being probably like, pretty like fucking white, a pompous fucking shooting these clay things that get shot all over the place and then it, it gets moved over to ejaculating on someone's face and then returns to being skeet shooting. It is <gasps> I now have back. eight followers! Maybe, maybe, were maybe they were listening. They maybe were listening they were listening! <laughs> just fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, random interjection. I'm like Keith now. One just like the gypsy woman said. Just like the gypsy woman said. Was that Scott? There's one of them, Casper Van Dien. No. <laughs> Casper Van Dien is one of our Twitter followers. And you know what's stupid? I'm like looking through the Twitter feed that, that people are following the website. And I'm like, I can't ask on, on Twitter. You know, I'll be embarrassed. He'll probably see it. So I'm like, I'm going to post on the 9 to 5 Facebook page. And I forgot that it automatically tweets everything we post as 9 to 5. What did you ask? I said, <laughs> why, why the Cas- fuck is Casper Van Dien following our page? Did he answer? No. Probably because you didn't like hash him. You didn't or write him at, at, at Casper Van Dien. No, I didn't. Mary answered. She says because he's following everybody from. He follows everybody Fantasia. he meets. Yeah. Basically, if yeah. he meets people like face to face, he'll follow them. That's kind of awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. It's, it's, it's I think he's so cool. He yeah. was like, like uh, so when we took the photo of him, he was like, he's like, tweet that photo, I will follow you back. Like he was like serious about it. Telling people, we're yeah. like, okay, so like we tweeted it and got the. That's follow a good back. way to like yeah. protect your brand a little if you're like a. I guess so, but it's also super chill. You're like, hey, I have this B-list movie star. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but he's A-list in our hearts. Totally. Uh, Starship Troopers has a special place in my collection. It really Absolutely. Yeah. Special place in your collection. How many times do you own it? Two. There you go. That's not bad. I've seen it probably 20 or 30 times. Uh, I've easily seen it five times. or six times. It's, an, it's a good movie to like put on and do something else, and it's totally like every time you look at it, you'll be like, yay! But if you like, I've only seen it the once. Yeah. I've seen it over really? a dozen times. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. Yeah. I was all about Michael Ironside. Do you want to live forever? Dina Myers, one of my, one of my yeah, Hollywood crushes. Boobs. Yeah, she's uh, great. But Michael Ironside. Greatest, greatest death scene in, in sci-fi cinema. God, spoilers. It's okay. <laughs> because I got to have you. <laughs> Did you guys read the book? Yes. You should read the book. Totally different. Totally fucking amazing. I did. You know? Yep. Well, I'm a bigger fan it. of uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven than you. What? I'm a bigger fan of Paul Verhoeven than you know shooting aliens. I don't know the man. director of the movie. Like I, I really like his use of um, the media to get across uh, another message. Totally. He always puts this weirdly intelligent spin onto his stuff. It, yeah. You of course think of Robocop. I'm trying to think of other Verhoeven titles that are um, renowned for that. I don't actually know him. I didn't know he was... He did Robocop, character. which is all, like, the corporations are taking over the, the city, and yeah. Yeah. it's not, you know, civic-owned anymore. The the police are owned and operated by uh, OCP and blah, blah, blah. They're, they're making money off of it. Like, when you think back to Robocop, you think this, like, ah, he's shooting the guys a lot, and there's that, like, 20-minute scene of him getting shot over and over again. But there's also this other stuff that's really smart, and I think it's the exact same thing with uh, Starship Trooper Troopers. Troopers, yeah. Starship and he Troopers did... One of the Schwarzenegger like a, ones. Like a New Age Roger Corman. <laughs> yeah. uh, sort which, of them. Right? Schwarzenegger one? It was either Running Man or Total Recall was one of his. Total Recall had a bit of his thing. I feel like this is something. Yeah, there's different. commercials all over Total Recall, too. Yeah. I love Total Plus Recall. the ambiguity in it is great. Did it, did any of us actually see the remake of that thing? I really meant yep. to. Yeah, no, and? I haven't. Uh, the Schwarzenegger one was better. Yeah. That's what yeah. I heard. It um, sucks. has more impact. Whatever, man. Well, I, is I, it because I, you knew what... Well, the Sharon yeah. Stone character, the wife, becomes yeah. a, a major player and is really kind of really? Huh. the Michael Ironside character also. Like she's uh, the one I who's chasing him down. Really? The whole Mars thing is gone. Yeah, That's they're not on weird. Mars. Are they, yep. are they on Earth? It was Total yeah, Recall. And also Basic Instinct. What are they? It's on Earth? Yeah. Yeah, they I was really, like, I was they really like, fucked that one up. Like, I was like, at the very least, like for some reason... Having not read anything about the movie or seen the trailers or seen it, I assumed that it was like I heard that the Mars thing was gone, and my brain I was like, I guess it's on the moon because that's more plausible. Like in my head, I put it still not on Earth. Keith makes up facts to validate. Oh man, did you guys remember Hollow Man? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah that was. With fucking the, uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon goes invisible and rapes people. Yep, is that he really? Is that what it was about? I yeah. just remember yep. the cover from when Also, I was the plotline of the original Invisible Man. He was also responsible for Showgirls, 1995. Fucking also fucking became a cult classic. It though. did, but wasn't it like different reasons? Beyond awful. It was like <laughs> supposed to be one of the worst films that's ever been made. Yeah, Never correct. saw it. Yeah. Gina Gershon's in there, right? No, it's the girl from Saved by the Bell. No, I know, but isn't Gina Gershon in there as well? Do you know what I'm excited about? That's his whole list. Everything else is all uh, stuff I'm he did. I'm thinking Black Swan, my bad. Swedish, maybe? No, you fucking Black Swan is uh, not Paul Verhoeven, but is Requiem for a Dream. Help me out, guys. That guy there. Darren Aronofsky? Darren Aronofsky, there yep. we go. <clears throat> That's Black Swan. Yeah. And he's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I he was movie. supposed to redirect. X-Men. Direct, no, no, but he was also supposed to direct the new Bubblecop, which was a Paul Verhoeven movie. Huh. And comes full circle. Aronofsky, Verhoeven, together at last. I would watch anything by Aronofsky. Yeah. You could tell me he's putting together a children's film, and I would watch it. Did you watch The Fountain? The Fountain? Yeah. Wasn't that film here with Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Really? I haven't seen it. Was it super trippy. I yeah, hear it's super shit, but. Oh, I really liked it. I never saw or read anything about it. I just. Uh, what yeah. was it? Uh. It's. Explain like I'm five. <laughs> the Fountain. Yep. That's when they. <laughs> I, I actually just subbed to that one. It's a fucking great. Explain sub. like I'm five is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sort of. Explain like I'm five. Well, if you take into account string theory, blah blah blah. I just, no, five. No, they Sometimes they're good about that. Depends on. Sometimes. Them. Yeah. Depends they, on them. Like those people. ones are supposed to go to Ask Science, which is also pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes the re- repliers have to get called out on. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what explain like I'm five. the fountain. The fountain is Still kind of, kind of a science. weird time travel. Movie with Ponce de Leon finding the Fountain of Youth, mm-hmm. and then in modern times, Ponty. there's a doctor Ponty. trying to heal his wife who's dying of a terminal illness, and then in future times, Hugh Jackman is a space traveler flying through the outer reaches of the universe in a bubble. I'm there. And all of these things are happening simultaneously, and all of them are starring Hugh Jackman. Wow. And Sounds exciting. Sounds kind of like that movie there. Yeah, by the smoke a little before you watch it. The Wachowskis. You're thinking of... Uh, uh, James Wisniewski hockey player. Yay. You're thinking of Cloud Atlas, and you, um, you should really read the book. I uh, hear Cloud Atlas is good. I heard the book is better. It, the thing was that it, it's an extremely busy book full of all this like conceptual shit, and to like, get that out in a movie, you have to be pretty fucking obvious about it. Very hard to be subtle when there's like so much going on. There's so much plot and it's all mashed you can't together. Can't waste your time on subtlety. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, and they, that's a story that like needed its time wasted on subtlety. I see. And you okay. like, you really. So like in the in the book, there's it, it unfolds and then folds back in on itself. So you have like the first story with the characters is like part one. Then there's a part two, three, four, five, six. But then it, it redoes them going six, five, four, three, two, one, and so. Each one of like each one of those matching numbers. Imagine that it's the same characters in the same story in a different timeline, with the center of it story number six being in the distant future, and story number one being in the distant past. Jesus. So, and then each one of them has characters that like you don't. It's not super obvious, but they are reflections on each other as the as the like the different times timelines happen, and there's like a continuing story about like. Do you get what you deserve in your life? Do you go and fight up against things? Like, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff. You finish it, and you're like, "Oh, geez, I really got to think about this now." And <laughs> in, in the in the movie, there's totally no time, mostly, there's totally no time at all to like do that kind of patient reflection. And instead of doing it in that interwoven style, like one, two, three, four, five, six, five, four, three, two, one, they do them all simultaneously, so that when the storyline from one from all of them is climaxing, they're all climaxing at the same time. And so, like, yeah, it's three hours and. The last hour, it's like, whoa, all this stuff all happening at the same time. It's the thing that they ma- they managed to make it very watchable and interesting. And so that, that alone is like a, tr- a bit of a triumph. And then they made the same actors often play the same characters who are supposed to reflect on themselves in each of the stories. So it's a little more obvious when Tom Hanks is playing the same character, the same character, the same character, yeah, same yeah. character. Yeah, so you also like, have to do the reading work of piecing it It like forces you to start thinking about them together. But it also kind of like removes... Your ability to interpret it in a different way—I don't know. I would—I would like. They're very different beasts. I would highly recommend the book. You—you you might watch, watch the movie anyway because it's fun and it's visually stunning. Like the Chowskis know how to put together a frame. And yeah, they do. So uh, there's that at least. But I would definitely don't think it was as strong as the book was. Okay. Speaking of visually telling, with a lot. I of I feel stuff like going I told on. that whole story already. Might have, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. 
Speaking of visually stunning with a lot to fucking tell, yeah. I picked up Bioshock Infinite yesterday. Oh, yay! Was I it fun? I did it. So far, it is fucking stupendously fucking fun. Yeah. It doesn't... Um, definitely Bioshock. Like, it's 100% yeah, fucking... Yeah. You get guns and you get magical powers that shoot out of your left hand. You hold right. a gun in your right hand and you shoot magic powers in your left hand and you get you pick them up. Right. Like, it doesn't even... At least at the stage that I'm in, which is only maybe like an hour, an hour or two in, yep. it in no way, shape, or form has explained the vigors other than they're just around. I don't right. like. I almost wouldn't mind if they didn't explain it. I'd be like, I don't care. Yep. The the story because I I kept myself really really in the dark about it. I just spent a little like a week not buying it to make sure that it was it wasn't crap. Wasn't crap. And yep. and the only downside that I've heard is that it's apparently short. And apparently, if you like play through it quick, you hit about ten hours. Which I'm like, yeah. I heard it's the longest escort mission in video game history. Yeah, yeah but that. with with a fucking like shining approval of the person that you escort, who is not useless, actually helps you, hides from things, shooting at her, doesn't get killed, doesn't get killed. Yeah. Like, it's so it's not the worst level of Golden Eye. No, exactly. <laughs> that's it. It's like you can like she'll fucking throw you weapons that she finds and stuff, like yeah. which is cool and helpful as opposed to. Why are you standing up right now? We're being shot at. Yeah, why are you walking so slowly? What the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah. Or, alternatively, why the fuck are you running up ahead of me? Exactly. Did you ever see yeah. the live-action video of that? It's amazing. The no. Natalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a live-action video of that, that golden person Natalia. standing up and getting hooked on yeah. the corner and all that stuff. <laughs> like, how, how doubly ridiculous it is when it's in real life a girl just, like, shouldering yeah. into a corner and not getting forward. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to log into the computer now. What the no? hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was talking about it. So I don't know if you know anything about the storyline or whatever. Nothing whatsoever. I've done the same thing. I put myself in media blackout, except for reading the reviews enough to know whether or not it's shite or good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want to know what it's about? Sure. Okay, so it's about this... Spoiler. Spoiler alert, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, yeah, it'll have been out for three weeks. It's still as important yep. to say it. So there's the, the flying city of Columbia. Yep. Where, and, it's, and again, it's a lot like... Bio- also, this is footnote... Includes Bioshock as a digital download when you buy it. Really? So if like, like I mean, I know I know it's down at like fucking ten bucks now or whatever the fuck it is, but I thought that was still kind of like a nice gesture of yeah, like if, totally. for, if for some reason you haven't played it, it's still a brilliant game. If for can, some reason, what? Never played it. Basically, anybody. Who I, mean, plays I don't video know why you haven't played it. It's yeah. fucking old enough now, and it's great. <laughs> uh, they have it for original Xbox. No. Yeah, oh God, it was like a. Fr- it can definitely run on your computer though. Anyhow, so there's the Flying City of Columbia. Like, this is the, the basic principle of it, which is that they've basically... Um, what's the term for when you put someone into sainthood? Canonize? Lionize? No, but they don't... Deify is making them a god. Sanctify, maybe? So it's like they've, they've basically put this heavy... Beautified. And then oh, they're canonized. Beatified. It's actually not beautified, it's beatified. Beatified. Yeah. So they've, like... Before they've, canonization. Yeah. So whatever. They, they've beatified... Um, like America's founding fathers, so there's like Father Washington and like Father Jefferson and like uh, Father Edison hmm. and stuff like that. And there's like all these like angelic statues of them, and they've deified this the main guy, which is Father Comstock, mm-hmm. who's like a divine thing. They made this big flying city. Then they, at some point within like the beginning, it's ni- this is 1912, like the beginning of World War One or whatever, um, which was 1914. But like in the preambles to it. So World War One hasn't happened. The guy, like Father Comstock, had like China at his like mercy or whatever, and America was like stand down. And then he was like, "Well, fuck you. We like, um, what's it? Secede? Yep. Secede from the United States. So now it's just this flying city over the United States that's like still holds all these like weird American principles, but like hyper religified, right. which is not a word. And I'm really, I'm just taking time to try and find the right words for all these things, yeah. and then I use religified. I forgot to unmute. My bad. Keep going. Okay. Hyper, like, put this heavy, heavy religious, uh, like, not even undertone, like, overtone right. of just, like, everybody is like, praise be, praise be, and there's all these, like, religious psychos and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you're basically there to rescue this girl. But, like... Re- what, rescue? Why? Huh? Well, I don't want to get too much okay. into okay, it. Okay, but, okay. But, like, but, like, that's, but that's the setup, but it's still playing with, like, like, you get into, like, this, uh, the Order of the Raven or whatever, and there's, like, a giant fucking statue of uh, John Wilkes Booth <laughs> and then there's like paintings of John Wilkes Booth like fucking killing Lincoln with Lincoln painted as the devil mm-hmm. and stuff because you know he was fucking up America and like they're all hyper fucking racist like really? in the city yeah and so you're just That's like awesome. what the shit like 
And it's like, you want to fucking do a public burning and stuff? You're like, what is happening? Like, so it's like this is like super glossy, sunshiny world where terrible shit happens, but like the people are just like, yay, and don't really allow themselves to like recognize. It get, it's a very, even though it's not because there's like 40 years separated or whatever. It kind of it's kind of cool because the city's still fully functional when you're there. Right. So it's kind of. It's not like you're walking into Rapture, which is completely fucksword when you walk in. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of interesting because, I mean, even though there's very different, like, personal philosophies going on, yeah. you still very much, you're kind of like, I guess this is sort of what Rapture was like. When it was at its peak. When it was yeah. at its peak. Like, they're, they, they're, they're upholding different ideas, but it's just sort of like, everybody thinks everything is perfect, but you're like, you're there for five seconds, and you're like, everything is wrong here, you know? <laughs> like, why is everybody just going along with it? And it's fucking... Graphics are gorgeous. Gameplay is gameplay. There's fucking so a couple little things that are still bother me, like the fact that when you search a body, you can still you only can pick up all of his items or none of his items, which was always just like such a fucking minor pain in the ass. Was it? Well, if ever you're like, oh, a guy's holding a health pack and two bottles of gin, clink. Guess I'm drunk now for the next ten seconds. Don't want to do that in combat. Yeah, that's actually a good point. You know, <laughs> it's just like. It can, ha- and you're just sort of like, well, like most of the time, yeah, you pick up everything, but like in those rare occasions, you're like, you can't give me a little choice to like select them, or if it's like, if he's holding a fucking health thing and you're at 95 percent health, right. but you want to fucking refill an infinite, it's called your salts and whatever it was called, your mana, your mana, whatever, mana. your blue, your magic points, yeah. and you're like, well, maybe I want to leave the health here for later in the fight, but I could use the magic points, the magic points right, right now, and you're like, nope, consume it all. Like I don't know. It's yeah. just, it would, to me, it would be such a small little thing to be able to like hold a button and cycle through the items, if you wanted to, or press square to pick up all. Like it's such a small little thing, and yeah, and obviously it doesn't. I mean, Bioshock wasn't an amazing first-person shooter, and it's not an amazing first-person shooter. It's just yeah. like it's a competent first-person shooter with an amazing storyline. Well, I've read uh, absolutely sterling reviews, and I went out of my way not to read too much about it yeah. before it got came out, and I'm, I'm going out of my way not to buy it until later because I got burned so many fucking times by other so titles. far i'm super yep. excited but i feel pretty bad about it now because everybody says it's great yep well i well, well, at least you didn't get launch title sim city yep <laughs> we talked about that yep. last time uh we're coming up to the hour mm-hmm. um sophie we're waiting for you you've teased it like three times yep you said there's a special thing that you want to talk about at the end yeah well it's not special it's just sophie we're at the end no, well, now I feel like there's so much pressure on me, and I don't think I'm going to live up to the expectations. Of all time. This is it. This is your time to shine, Sophie. Well. Bum, 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 and uh, no, it's just that I was going to talk about something that I'm going to be putting up on, um, and I hate the song. Thank you for pointing it out, Keith. You were yelling at me the whole time I was talking about the TV while we were recording. He didn't say today. anything. I shared a private joke amongst friends. You talked about it again. Now you can put your body down. language is auditory to me. <laughs> Except what? Wait. And thus, we've discovered a problem that Sophie's had since a long time ago. That's 90s, everybody. <laughs> body language is auditory to me. People waved me, waved her, and Sophie's like, "Stop yelling! Be quiet!" No, um, I'm gonna be. If anybody remembers what, uh, when I posted up the Oster Shark, this was way back when we first started the website. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to be making more Amalganimals. 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 I'll be releasing in the next month uh, four more Woo. designs, and I'm going to be printing T-shirts. Exciting. <laughs> and actively selling them. Nice. Yes. Promote. Sure. I I already told the listeners what I was up to, mm-hmm. which is fucking, I'm going to be writing about all of these Geek Quest things that I'm doing. Cool. Which is, uh going to try to keep it. Pretty much to one a week, I think. I'm going to try to hit, hit them in on Mondays. So it's like Tomb of Horrors coming up on Monday? Tomb of Horrors will be the one that should already be up by the time this comes out. Right. right. And then it's going to be that TRS-80 game. God, it is such a good and equally disappointing read, listeners. What? what? See? <laughs> Reach the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in his Tomb of Horrors extravaganza <laughs> right now on the website. It's good and disappointing. Thanks, buddy. I'm just covering all my bases. <laughs> Scott, you, what do you have coming up on the site? I have or a just, baby coming yeah. up. That means you have a lot of time at home working on the website. We're not posting the birth on the website. That's just, yeah. Exactly. We're going to put a video of the That'll birth. kill the bandwidth again. This is something. No, it's just going to be a GIF in, GIF. out. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I'm down. Yeah. 
No, was, it's actually, not going to be that's that from, at all. Uh, the Squee comics that I loved so much when I was a kid was like, Squee's parents were always watching his birth and rewind. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. When your wife, uh, when her water breaks, if she, I told her to say it. If she doesn't say it, you need to say it. In sploosh. you <laughs> 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 the best. I don't know. I, mean, I, I put up some uh, reimagined movie stuff this week. Cool. I'm pretty proud of that. I like the way it came out. Yeah. And I got some uh, rock posters coming up. Cool. Very cool designs and stuff. I like your rock posters. I think they're pretty sweet. I, I really like the Ghostbusters one because Seth Rogen is in it. Yeah, I would watch that movie. Yeah, you, I totally would. Dennis is Bill Murray. I, I kind of like that. Who's Dennis? Dennis could totally be with Murray. Oh, from that sunny Glenn Philadelphia Glenn I know, but you don't no. like it, Sophie. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, the Venkman character is really hard to cast, right? A bit. I could, I could see Glenn. I could see Glenn Howard. I think so. Mm-hmm. Scott, do you think John's going to do already talked uh, about what Scott's going to do. I know, but I, said, I was going to say, Scott, do you think John <laughs> is going to do anything? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Realistically, probably. Ladies and gentlemen, this was... No, John, you're supposed to help me finger paint something. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're done with that. Let's do that this weekend. Okay. Yeah. That's how many of this weekend. Do it on Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) This was 9 to 5 Entertainment. Bye, Stacey. Good night, Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.